Hey there, I'm Natalie Abbott, and this is The Dwell Podcast. At Dwell, we help you memorize one Bible verse every month. On our weekly podcast, we talk about what our verse means, how it's challenging us, and about how the God of the universe wants to connect with us in our daily lives. All right, well, we are back again with Lauren, and we are talking about uh, this month's verse this time. And our, our verse for the month is, The grass withers and the flowers fall, but the word of our God endures forever, from Isaiah 40, verse 8. Um, and Lauren actually picked this verse, and there's a history behind it, and just, I'm so excited to to hear. Why did you pick this verse, Lauren? Yeah, so I've long loved this verse. And I remember, you know, earlier in life, hearing people have like a life verse or, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever their favorite verse. And I have like had multiple different, you know, whatever life verses. It changes from year to year. Different seasons. Uh, Yeah. But this, I feel like this verse has been one that as I kind of look back through not only my life, but kind of my family heritage has been something that's, it's just been like a constant Mm -hmm. of this, this reminder of what is eternal and what it is that we should be focusing our lives on. Um, And so with, with this concept of, you know, the grass withers, the flower falls, all of these things fade away on earth, but Mm -hmm. what is it that's eternal? And God's word is eternal. It will endure forever. Um, So in my kind of family heritage, my great grandmother, her name was Marie. She always had this kind of eternal perspective that she was reminding her kids, which would be, you know, my grandfather, whenever they were growing up was kind of my grandpa would talk about how he'd go home from uh, a successful work venture that he had and he'd tell his mom and she would say, you know, that's great, David, but what are you doing for the Lord? You know, what is it that you're doing to make a difference for the Lord? And just kind of putting that eternal perspective of like, you know, earthly accomplishments are good and fine, but as long as we're kind of keeping in front of us, ever in front of us, that eternal mindset of kind of what is it in our lives throughout our work, throughout the context that we find ourselves in that we're doing that will matter in eternity. And, and so my, my grandfather will say often that he learned from his mother, there are two things that are eternal that we can be investing in every day that will matter in eternity. And that is God's word, knowing God's word, sharing God's word, um, memorizing it, meditating on it. And then the souls of men and women investing Mm -hmm. in other people and discipleship, sharing, sharing the good news, um, um, being in Christian community. So those are the two things that kind of I have continued to just hear in, in terms of my family legacy and hearing my grandpa tell those stories and seeing my, my parents live out that same legacy of wanting to invest in and care about the things that will matter uh, long beyond our own lives here. Um, and so this verse, um, you know, the grass withers and the flowers fall, but the word of our God endures forever. It's just a, a really neat summary for me that reminds me so much of my own family heritage, but also just the beautiful truth that God's word that we have, that God has given us, will endure forever. And mm-hmm. so that's something that's beautiful that can be a firm foundation for us in a world that can be chaotic and ever-changing. Yeah, Awesome. So kind of going back to the verse itself, I feel like God's word says a lot about itself um, Mm -hmm. that we can kind of think about. And 
um, and dwell on. I feel like it's interesting to me because I grew up um, a non-Christian and became a Christian when I was in college, actually through somebody, um, my great grandma, um, giving me a Bible for, oh, for wow. high school graduation. And I just started reading it and I would pray every night, God, if you're there, if you're real, show me who you are. And wow. at the same time, I was reading the Quran and other, I read the Book of Mormon. Like I just was kind of on this personal search. Like if there's a God, I'm going to figure out who it is. <laughs> and, you know, it took a long time, but eventually um, he, it, the Bible just became so true to me. So, mm. so much different than any other book that I had ever read. And so my curiosity though, always is with somebody who has that strong Christian heritage, mm. who grows up, you know, in church, grows up hearing the Bible every Sunday and at home and all these things. How, like, at what point did it hit you that it was special or was yeah. it always special, you know, or was, was there a time when you were just <laughs> like, oh, this is so boring to me? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a great question. Cause I've, I've, you know, often seen friends, you know, as we've grown up that have had the same type of upbringing of parents that were in church and, you know, read the Bible that, have decided that they want nothing to do with the Bible. And so, you know, we each have to choose in our own life when, what it is that we're going to believe about the truth claims of scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, and so even though I grew up, as you mentioned, you know, in church, my, my family has this heritage of caring for God's word and reading, engaging in God's word. Um, I, I had to, it had to be real to me. Uh, mm-hmm. And so I remember whenever I was in middle school, there was a high school student in our youth group. So I was in middle school and uh, there, uh, there was a f- another girl in middle school, the same grade as me. And it, her brother was a high school student um, who was an all-star athlete. He was going to um, be going to college to play baseball and just a great, great guy and he was in a car accident and was killed on impact. Mm. And so I went to his funeral. He was, you know, 17 years old, had his whole life ahead of him. And I remember as a middle schooler sitting in that funeral where, you know, my youth pastor was sharing about Justin. His name was Justin. Sharing about Justin's life. And, and he shared that Justin as a 17-year-old, was someone who was reading the Bible every day and journaling about it and and Mm. sharing about his faith with his baseball team. And from his death and the the life that he lived in just his short 17 years, a number of other uh, baseball players on his team came to faith because they saw the kind of life that Justin had lived. And I, you know, having seen my parents read the Bible and my grandparents read the Bible, I thought, okay, like, yeah, the Bible is important. Like, they think it's important. I'll read it, you know, I guess when I'm an adult. That's, like, for later in life. Mm-hmm. But that was a moment in my life where I realized, oh, as a teenager, I can be engaging in the Scripture. And this is something that's not just something that my family or adults do. Like, this is something that can be for me. Yeah just like it was for Justin. It was very personal for him and he was reading the Bible. And so that kind of began my journey, my own journey of mm-hmm. scripture engagement and, and kind of reading scripture for myself and, and wanting to learn and, and grow and understand what it was teaching me. And so that kind of uh, was the beginning of that for me. And now I have 
you know, years later, been so grateful for um, the impact of Justin's life of being a faithful um, Bible engaged, just disciple of Christ, whose life has impacted my life. And he, you know, never had the chance to know that. But that's the beauty mm-hmm. of each of us, you know, kind of following our own path and being faithful to what God has for us and then engaging in his word. And you just never know how he'll use that. And so God has um, taught me so much through through his word. And so even though, I, you know, I've read it for years, there's still something new for me every day, which is the, you know, amazing thing about the Bible. There's just so much yeah. depth there that, you know, you can never fully... Um, have it all. No, you know, you can know so much about the Bible and there's still just amazing truths to be, um, discovered and reminded. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love that. I love that. We had a, uh, a dinner the other night. One of my kids said, uh, you know, we, a lot of times we'll read just a a short segment right now. We're reading through uh, the book of Matthew. And so just a little tiny, like sometimes just a parable or whatever it is, the next portion, you know, with the, with the heading over it at dinner yeah. after dinner. And that. one of my kids was like, oh, I mean, I feel like I already know all these stories. <laughs> <laughs> I love the honesty there. I've been there. there I mean, come like- on. This is so boring, mom. I already heard this one before, <laughs> you know, and we usually will just talk about it a little bit afterwards. But it's funny because my husband is a pastor and he has his doctorate, you know, and he like this is his yeah. life's work. Yeah. And he's like, guys, do you realize that I have spent my whole life studying the Bible? I will continue to study the Bible for my whole life. And I am never ever going to come to the end of it where I'm going to know it all and have it all totally down pat. Like that's really not what it's about. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it's so true. And that the neat thing too, is just the way that scripture shapes us, you know, scripture Mm. is living and active. And so it's even, even when I read something in one season of life, it will shape me in one way and then I'll read the same passage in a different season of life and it'll shape me in a different way or I'll get a different lesson mm-hmm. from that and so that that's like one of the things that continues to just amaze me and blow my mind about scripture um and I'm in a new season of life right now and seeing that happen again kind of mm-hmm. I, I was reading a passage this week I'm reading through the bible chronologically this year I read through the bible every year and you know do different plans and so this year I'm doing it chronologically. So I'm in the gospels now and mm. was reading something and, you know, I've read through the gospels many, many times, but it, something was just hitting me in a way that was like, Oh, I've never, because of the life stage I'm in now, I've just never had the kind of depth of understanding of this like I do now. So mm. yeah, that's a beautiful thing about scripture. I love it. I love it. I think, I think too, for me, sometimes I will read something and I will be so almost like how sometimes when you smell a smell, you're like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm in my grandma's kitchen right now. Uh-huh, you know, yes. like there are certain verses at sometimes when I read them that it's like, I am so reminded of this time when I was an early believer and, and God mm, really used yes. this passage to really change my heart or grow me in a specific way or to answer a question. Um, and so I do love that about reading and rereading, you know, mm-hmm. I, I am, I was an English major in college <laughs> and I reread a lot of things that I just love because I'm like, oh, I just love this part. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, no, that's so true. I love that. Awesome. All right. Well, we are going to wrap it up for this session. Be sure to check out episode four, where Lauren McAfee shares more with us about how to apply the Bible in our own lives. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Dwell Podcast. You can find out more about us at Dwell Differently on Instagram, Facebook, and at dwelldifferently.com online. We help people connect with God through scripture memory, daily posts, a weekly blog, and of course, this podcast.